This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Dick Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional stand-up comedian. And alongside me, as ever, is the complete opposite of me. He's the loose to my women. He's the fill to my holly. He's the cream to my jam if we were a scone. I'm really running out of these. Uh, It's Paul Watson. Hi, Paul. Hi, Vix. I'm I'm also the opposite in terms of my broadband speed, so uh, I'll be in and out all day, probably. (laughs) Don't ruin the illusion, Paul. We're together in a really flashy studio. Of course we are. Like well, we usually are, actually. We we usually are in a very flashy studio, and I, I kind of miss that. This feels very um different. We've got a girlfriend. She goes to another school, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Honestly, we do. We're, we're in a lovely studio usually. <laughs> I don't think this is our best sparkling gold banter, Paul. Um, I think we're gonna have to keep working on this. Uh, how's your yeah. week been so far? We're only a few hours into it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it's been great so far, but I've only been awake for six hours roughly, and that's um, that's child related. Um, so yeah, good, good. You know, can't that's complain. so many hours for this time of day. I know, I know, isn't it? And now you see what I'm, you see now. You think, God, this guy is he's, he's he's sounds tired and bedraggled. Now you get the sheer extent of it. It's a miracle I'm putting words together in any sense, really, to be honest. I mean, they're words. Are they sentences? We'll find out together. Should we meet our guests? Yeah, we better have, because this is really... We're struggling. I'm struggling. (laughs) (laughs) He's the life raft to our sparkling gold banter, a radio presenter, a comedian, an actor, and the host of the excellent podcast that I'm a massive fan of, My Mate Bought Toaster, in which he digs around into guest purchasing history. What an excellent idea. Oh, that's a good shot, isn't it? Good idea. (laughs) How much royalty payment? am I getting from this podcast of yours guys what a concept (laughs) (laughs) the man the legend Tom Price how are you hi loves how's it going very well yeah there's definitely uh on a venn diagram i feel like we've got a bit of crossover here completely accidentally a bit of crossover <laughs> very polite way of saying we stole someone's ip isn't it <laughs> listen i'm glad you've admitted you stole on the ip uh, on a recording that's great i'll be using that in court and uh <laughs> listen no i don't i don't feel uh, like you're stolen the ip at all the whole point of uh my mate bought a toaster let's get the plug in early before people click this episode off uh, the whole point of my mate bought a toaster is i tell people's life stories through their amazon purchase history it's all about life stories through online purchase history um mm. and uh it's like the biography show whereas this just feels i mean i don't know what it is yet because i've done it but it just feels like <laughs> i'm gonna have some i'm gonna rant about all the crap i've bought which uh, is subtly different i would say yeah i think it this lacks the warmth of yours we're really <laughs> i would say to, uh, i would say that you <laughs> guys I'd say, i would say you guys are westlife to my boy zone right should we go with that Oh, at this I point, Vix, I think we take it. I think at this point we take but, it. Yeah. But I would, not, I would, I'd like you to note that uh, Westlife were managed by Ronan, who gets a percentage of their profits. All the best. Thanks for coming. Is that actually that. true? I thought they, I thought they were Louis Walsh people. Uh, Ronan is involved. I know that Ronan is oh. involved. Yeah. Fun fact: the thing that I'm still most angry about is how Bob the Builder beat Westlife to number one on their. In my view, one of their best pieces of work, What Makes a Man. And uh, Uh, sometimes every few months, I'll just think about it again and I'll be angry at you. And it's been (laughs) about 21 years. I think, yeah, anything that pushes uh, pushes more money through Neil Morrissey's uh, bank account is a bad thing. I don't like Neil Morrissey. I probably shouldn't have admitted that. Let's not talk about Neil Morrissey. Let's just celebrate Westlife for a moment. Are you a massive Westlife fan, Vix? I mean, Paul, I assume you are. I don't really need to ask you, Paul. (laughs) 
<laughs> of course I am, yeah. Needless to say. Needless to say. I'd like to say I was when I was a teenager, but I, I probably still am. I went to their uh, reunion tour. Yeah. Well, I say reunion tour, I don't think they ever went away. No, they've, they've, not, they've, certainly not for me. They've, um, they've never de-unionised. <laughs> de-unionized. They're very, very left-wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still haven't brought back Brian McFadden yet. He's not been short enough of money yet to form the original five. That's the big thing. So, so I interviewed them. In fact, I've interviewed them a couple of times <gasps> on Magic and they are amazing. They're delightful. And when you ask them a particularly good question, they all stand up off their stools. Um, <laughs> they're, they're amazing. And the big the big thing you're told before you meet Westlife is don't mention Brian McFadden. Every interview you do, someone no. will say like, when I interviewed Gwen Stefani, you get an email saying don't mention the divorce. And then as soon as she comes on, she was amazing and starts talking about the divorce. Like nine times out of 10, the people you're interviewing will address the taboo or the big story that's doing the rounds about them. Um, but with Westlife, you are told in no uncertain terms, don't mention McFadden. He's dead wow. to Does that not make you want to mention him so yes! much more? Don't yeah. touch the plate, it's hot. Don't don't touch the conversational plate. Uh, it'll singe your fingers and ruin your uh, your career. Yes, it really does. And that is... Well, obviously, you guys have had the emails about me. You know the things you're not allowed to talk about with me. Yeah, Brian McFadden, isn't it? I think we don't mention him. <laughs> yeah, the idea we might have stolen your IP. We definitely, need to, definitely don't need to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Fine. Right, on with the show. I could talk about Brian McFadden all day, but uh, that's not what the show's about. Maybe there's a spin-off podcast for this, but we'll talk after. Yeah. Uh, Brian McFadden, let's do it. <laughs> Here's how the show works. We've carefully and scientifically crafted some categories to help us deep dive into your retail habits, Tom. We're going to rummage around your mental shopping basket. Okay. And we'll begin, as we always do, with the first question, which, Paul, what is it? What's the best deal you've ever got? Well, this is a great question. and Is it the way I asked it? Yeah. Yeah, I get this a lot. Yeah, it it was real glamorous assistant vibes. Um... (laughs) I just like him to feel included. It's great. You can go now, Paul. Go make a cup of tea. Yeah, Um, that is genuinely why I get that question, it's like he's done something there. Can... <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just going to go with the thing that happened very recently uh, when I was shopping in a well-known department store called uh, John Lewis, and which is where, yeah, when you uh, cruise into the calm waters of middle age, where you sort of give up, um, and there's neither anything behind you nor is there a horizon in front of you. There's just you're just sort of you know what I mean, adrift. John Lewis, as far as I can see. That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are you're drowning in beige and resignation. And um, which should be, forget never knowingly undersold, drowning in resignation should be their thing. Anyway, I go, I go and buy my clothes from there. And I was doing a big uh, gig for my radio station. I had to go to Disney World in Florida, which was amazing. Amazing show. Loved doing that. Spent a week out there. Absolutely brilliant. But it's boiling hot out there. So I had to buy, in the middle of October, I had to buy loads of summery clothes. Uh, so I went to Jono's and in the shoe department, which is... As a man of uh, plentiful foot, not somewhere I usually visit. If you'd care to guess how large my feet are, guys, anyone? Would you like to see a foot to help you with this, Vix, Paul? Uh, yeah, visual aid. Yeah, I mean, I'd always like to see a foot, but that's something else. Oh, um, I'm sorry, that's oh, a bit oh, well, I didn't realise you weren't wearing a shoe, you monster. Yeah, got any, any guesses? Do you want, it's a 12. want to slap on you got yourself a 12 there. Like, that's basically circus shoes, isn't it, for clowns? 13, lads. 13. Oh, I always said 13. Mm. Ah. So that was a draw. That's, so, that's such a foot. Is there any correlation to your um, Nose, socks? No, size of socks, correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, my socks, actually, they never, they never go up to 13. They just go up to 12. But there is a real sizeism, actually, 
uh, for shoe people, for people of large foot, because you can't, unless you go into the, um, you know, those shops for big people. Oh, high and mighty or like big and tall or d- long, tall Sally is the lady. Long, tall Sally. Yeah. Long, tall that's tall hateful. Sally. That's a hateful awful. phrase. Anyone yeah. called Sally who's short must just, it must hurt every time. Like it's, <laughs> how can you, you wouldn't get a shop like called Fat Barry, would you? you big gals. <laughs> yeah. Fat Barry. It's, it's horrendous. Long, tall Sally. Are you telling me there isn't a real man called Giacomo? <laughs> I don't know. There isn't, but if there was, I'd guess he'd look like Freddie Flintoff. That's he's forever in my head as Giacomo. Ah, Giacomo! Bit of free advertising. Giacomo, call us. Uh. Problem with Giacomo is that's now become a. I don't know about you guys, but I use that as a shorthand for I don't want to put weight on. So if you know we're like eating and someone's like, should we get pudding? I'm like, no, no, can't go to Giacomo. Like. <laughs> Your your brand is getting tainted there. Anyway, so unless I want to go into the uh, the the Giacomo type vibes, it's very hard to find a shoe that fits me. Uh, but I think things have got better in recent years because of uh, the internet. You can buy um, shoes, much bigger shoes on the internet now, which is amazing. And I, at one stage, I only had I think I had one pair of shoes between the ages of about eighteen and twenty four. Seriously, one pair of shoes because I couldn't find size thirteen anywhere. It was b- before the internet; it was just impossible to find. You don't look old enough to be pre-internet. <laughs> well, I mean, before I could afford the internet, so um, you know, twenty fifteen <laughs> kind of vibes. Um, and uh, anyway, it, so so whenever I see the opportunity to buy shoes, I'm still sort of struck with this. You know, like if you could, didn't get something as a kid, when you get an opportunity to get it as an adult you just will lap it up even when you shouldn't necessarily get it. For example, love and affection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> H- hence why we, we probably all do this. Validation. Yeah, I just want attention. Just want, <laughs> just want a hug or a review. If, if my mum and dad had just given me five stars, I could have avoided this whole career. Um, uh, so whenever I see things that fit me shoe-wise, I'm, I just go nuts. And I found a pair of shoes that were, just going over this again, in the sale... And in my size, first time in my life, first Woo. time in my life. Wow. Like, uh, you're in John Lewis, though, so sale prices are still... This is exactly it. So that, that is so annoying when you get the sale in those shops and they're like, you know, sales on now, sales on now. And you're like, oh, my God. And you get to the label and it's like two pounds off. That's not a sale. No, that's an insult. It's not a sale. It's, it's ridiculous. How are they allowed to do that? A sale should be defined as at least like 40% off. Do you know what I mean? Like a meaningful difference. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah, exactly. A meaningful difference. Exactly. Um, so uh, now the shoes were sketches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know the sketch. You know the one that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard them. Yeah. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera had themselves a time. Christina yeah. Aguilera. That's right. Yeah. They they advertised them back in the day, and my head assumed that it was still that point at which they were advertising them, and they were quite youth culture oh, and cool. No. They're not still cool. They're for they're for mams now. I'm afraid. I regret to inform yeah, you. Yeah, but uh, I was so beguiled by the bargain that I put them on. And went, oh my god, they've got memory foam soles. They're a retirement shoe. <laughs> they are. They're a retirement shoe. I mean, literally. It's an enclosed croc there is what you've got. <laughs> it's a croc with a lid. <laughs> it's a toasty machine to the toaster. Um, I, I, the breville of footwear. Oh, my God. So, yeah, basically, I and they are huge. They're the size of life rafts, which comes back to the metaphor of 
adrift on a middle-aged sea. You uh, you jump onto these <laughs> life rafts. And I thought they were amazing and cool, and I bought them. And I wore them for the Disney trip, which was all filmed for the for the socials of our trip for, for work with the radio station I work on. And over all the socials, you could see me wearing these massive middle-aged ridiculous trainers and the comments are just all my mates saying mate you look mate you look like an american dude what are those are those are those own brand so, uh, shoes you got on there like oh, uh, so oh, rude are they bright were they like bright box fresh white as well you if if you ever got lost on the moors <laughs> right you just unwrap those shoes and and people from miles around like you cannot go stargazing in these shoes they are light pollution that is how bright white they are. And uh, much like everyone at Disney World, in fact, very, very white and very, very large. And they they fit in perfectly. But you still consider this a good deal, despite yeah, this was, the fact that you were round in Yeah, because, well, this is it, guys. They were, because the, the reason the deal was so good and I was so excited was... Uh, I, I just I was I was high on the fact they fit me and they looked comfortable. I couldn't oh. believe exactly. And they were, so they were thirty quid reduced from ninety. That is pretty good. That's amazing, fix. That's what that is. It is that is that is good. I still wear them, and you know they have caused me online discomfort, but tremendous comfort with my feet. So I'm happy. <laughs> because it seemed like a bargain mm. but you now wish you'd invested a little bit more in uh, virgin broadband it's a, a horror show virgin broadband i was gaslit by them for i would say 10 years and they do that thing when you first hop on of telling you well first of all the whole virgin broadband vibe is this is the most lightning fast internet the world has ever seen right they they shower you with the word fiber yeah mm. but not in a bowel moving way like fiber makes my bowels move quicker than virgin broadband yeah but you're not in control of it so <laughs> yeah. in some way there is a there's a correlation there, it really does work I, I used to work at virgin media but i have no love for them so uh, do carry on well well let's get i want to okay good i've got questions okay so they, um, yeah, they tell you that it's an incredible deal and you're getting uh, like 150 meg broadband, the fastest one. Because there's a thing I do when it comes to anything gadgety. I always want to buy the one with the biggest hard drive, the one with the fastest the watch with the biggest me. And that's just a, it's ridiculous. Like I don't want to buy a big car, which makes me secure that I don't have a tiny penis because I don't have that sort of... Not with your size 13 feet. Well, You're very secure. Yeah, but then I, when it comes to gadgets, I think I, there is something lacking. Maybe it's tiny little balls. Maybe I'm, I'm making up for tiny balls with all the gadgets that I have to buy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Tiny balls. Massive penis. Tiny, tiny balls. balls. Revelation. <laughs> no one ever talks about the balls. So I uh, fell for the, the brochures. And they do that thing, don't they, where they say it's half price for three months. So it's like 15 yeah. quid. Which is dead clever because you just think fifteen quid for three months, and maybe I, I'm. They must have worked out. You tell me, guys. You're the experts on this stuff. Have they worked out? Have, has a psychologist said people don't think beyond three months? Three months is the roof of their imaginations. Well, it's all data, so they know at what point people will take the effort to cancel something. Right. 
or how long it takes people to just go, oh, well, that's that's done. Yeah. And then they just, the, the, the speed of my internet was so bad. And I kept phoning them and they were like, oh, this is really weird. I'll just, and then it, they would always crank it up and it was fine for a few weeks and then it would drop down again. And I was like, there's nothing we're doing in this house to make this happen. I don't understand what's happening. There's obviously something with them adjusting the speed I can get the internet at. And the upload speed was the killer. And obviously I do lots of things like this. And at the time yeah. I was doing live radio during the lockdown from home and it was ridiculous. I was paying like 40 or no, 50 quid a month, 50 quid a month. Oh. And I was getting 0.9 megabytes upload speed and it should, it should have been 10. Yeah, thank you. You could get that in Starbucks. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Absolutely no. Honestly, I've never related to something quite as much as this, and you won't believe it. As someone whose internet has cut out four times in the process of trying to record this, but <laughs> that is exactly yeah. my position. So I'll phone up the internet people, and they'll do something, yes. and it will go good for for a week. It's like they're peddling the internet. It's like they've got someone or pedal a bit faster on their internet. It will <laughs> work, and then it just drops out as soon as I need it for something. It's yeah. off again. <laughs> it's really weird how they could they can crank it back up again. Anyway, the, what's so weird about this as well is that. I was stuck. I was in this trap because I fell for their branding of we're the quickest, we're the fastest, no one's quicker than us. I really fell for that until eventually last year, I was like, no, I'm just going to go for an EE or yeah, I think it was EE or BT, normal, 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 normal internet. And it hasn't, do you know what, touch wood, it hasn't dropped off once and it's been so much better. So the relief of leaving that relationship and then Virgin keep your number and they phone you up randomly. They were phoning all the time and I was like, why are you phoning me? I'm locked in with EE. Go away. I don't want to talk to you. There's no, no way am I ever going back to Virgin. And they still call me now. Surely something more uplifting now. Surely. Talk us through your targeted advertising. Oh, yeah. I've actually had a look at this. Um, <laughs> so the one that really, really annoys me, and you've probably had this on the podcast before, and I'm sure you will get this a lot. I don't want to win a house. <laughs> No, you're the first person to bring this up. I've never actually. heard that. But I, I really do want to win a house, so I'm, I'm struggling to understand your, your I, mindset. Well, here. maybe we're different. It's like a £10 lottery, but this house does not exist. Well, so, surely. Vix, let me tell you. So, this is Amaze. That's what they're called O M A Z E. And I'm sure they've popped up on all your Twitter streams and your Insta streams. I think I've seen it on Twitter. For it's sure, yeah. unbelievable. I would like to enter a draw where the prize is never seeing those competitions ever again. If I could do that, <laughs> then I am absolutely <laughs> in. Because the house looks ridiculous. It looks like some sort of LA pad and it says in, it's in Islington right and there was this huge fuss about where is this house in Islington no house looks like that in Islington all the houses in Islington are tiny little Victorian cottages that are falling apart and have asbestos and that would not be a good house to win um, so my wife one morning on a dog walk because she has a pretty challenging addiction to right move she took her right move you know like when people used to get that uh, Pokemon Go and they would go on their phone <laughs> Yeah. Looking at oh, Pokemon. Yeah. She does that, but with houses. So she goes out with the right move and uh, and she finds this house. She finds the Omaze house. And it is like dead impressive and massive, but it's just like, who's entering this competition? Why have they got such an aggressive advertising campaign? 10 quid to enter a competition. Absolutely not. How successful are they as well? How much money are they raking in on that? I don't know. I'd love to know what the odds well, are. But for competitions, aren't they supposed to tell you if you ask what the odds are of you winning? Oh, didn't Because it's on the back that. of scratch cards as well. Oh, is it? Some of them are like one in three, some of them are one in seven. Oh, my God. I used to work in Tesco's in the Vice kiosk, so I used to look at them when I was bored. The, the so. Vice kiosk. Is that what it's? That's yep. the, oh, my God. That's amazing. That's I used to call it because it was cigarettes, yes. uh, lottery tickets, and for a brief spell, condoms. 
we kept them behind the counter. Very judgy. Just, I, Very judgy. I just think for maximum humiliation, yeah. like you literally had to ask for mm, them. Yeah, <laughs> really? You're buying six, <laughs> are you? Mm, good luck with that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Oh, something for the weekend. Well, for you for a wow. while if you're buying six. Um, <laughs> one of the lowest points of my life was, I haven't bought a scratch card since, actually. It was about 15 years ago. I bought two scratch cards and uh, from a really judgy woman in a Tesco booth, actually. And um, was it you? It could have been. Uh, and I was walking down the street doing it and I bumped into my ex-girlfriend. Well, you were scratching off a scratch card. Oh, <laughs> oh Tom. Oh. Can there be a worse time to bump into an ex? Just like <laughs> I don't know. It depends on if you were about to win a lot of money because that would have been a brilliant time. Yeah. Just like, you lose, oh my God. like pretty woman style. I should totally have styled it out. Oh my God, yeah. Sam, how I are you? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, man, you lost twice over. <laughs> buy a house in Islington. <laughs> well, no, I can buy a ticket to try and win a house in Islington. That's how <laughs> expensive and impossible it is to win a house in Islington. <laughs> So something you splashed out on because you saw it advertised, but you absolutely didn't need it. I mean, most of the things I buy, I would say, once you get past you know, basic food and heating and you know water, fix, pretty much anything you buy, you don't really need. Really? Oh, that's a really pious sorry, take. Sorry, sorry, I am. I am very pious. I'm a very religious man. I have a lot of faith. Um, so the random thing that I bought, and uh, I really didn't need this, and I wish I hadn't bought it, was, um, and it sounds a lot more serious <laughs> than it is. They're called endoscopy pens, and they're the little ear. Cl- you know, you see the videos on on your Facebook feed of people cleaning their ears out. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah. You, you watch them and it's incredibly Moorish because it looks like they're pulling back huge rocks of earwax like Tutankhamun, just pulling it away to find treasure underneath. Um, and so it looks amazing. And I do get a claggy ear. I do suffer with a claggy ear, Vix, because I do radio and I've always got headphones on. And Is that a factor? Yeah, because your ears sort of sweat inside their headphones. Sorry. Oh. I never really gave it any thought. Mm, so yeah. everyone. Um, so, you know, you should keep your ears clean, but you it turns out you shouldn't really put things in your ears just no that's what my mum's obsessed with me not putting things in my ears like if she sees like a cotton bud in my hand she'll slap it out of my hand yeah that is well your mum's as ever Vix your mum is completely right um oh that's not true (laughs) my mum is the stopped clock of being right (laughs) just by pure accident the time will be right twice not over 24 hours over a lifetime twice in a lifetime she'll be right um so this this pen arrives right and but it arrives at 9 p.m and i'd been out and i'd had three pints of guinness and i was pissed on three pints mate i'm a total lightweight Total oh. lightweight. Yes, yeah, so disappointed. For a man of, with feet your size, yeah. I thought you'd be better at drinking. It doesn't all go in the feet. There's not sort of an equation where the, the alcohol goes in the feet, I don't think. You know, I think. Yeah, that's just a myth. That's just a myth. <laughs> that's science. It's an urban legend I'm spreading. <laughs> so I'm I basically pissed and I've got a pencil with a camera on the end and I shovel it in my ear and I'm pulling bits, oh. of, bits of earwax oh, out of my ear. No. And it looks amazing on the camera because it's obviously it's a tiny camera, it's a tiny ear hole, and you're pulling out what looks like massive bits of wax and you get it out and it's like the tiniest full stop of wax but of course i'm pissed so i'm like scratching away that's not good yeah enough. yeah <laughs> basically i'm scratching away my earlobe and uh, my ear yeah. like i think i'm near the eardrum at this point i don't really know i'm not oh. i'm actually not a doctor i don't know if you know that um and i i, I it, it cleared a bit and it sounded a lot better but it has been ringing and i've had pain for three days and it's still quite bad now there's not oh. a happy ending to the story it's getting better i think it's fine i think it's fine but don't put anything in your ears, especially when you're pissed, guys. Don't drink and dive. That's what <laughs> you need to take from this. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah, that is not a thing. Was it expensive? It was. It did the fake sales thing. So it made it look like it was once 90 quid and it was now 28 quid. So it was... And you've... And you knew it was fake, but you still went for it. Still went for it. Right. Do you know what? We've got to go to the quick fire round because uh, we've been talking Hooray. for ages. And uh, for once in our lives, it has to be quick. Okay. So yeah. uh, how this works is, uh, Tom, you're facing off against okay. Paul. I'm going to give you three items yeah. and you have to tell me what you think oh, the price is. It. It's best of yes. three. Paul's doing really well at the moment. His eye is okay. in okay. for this. So All no right. pressure, but, okay. you know, he could be brought down a peg Let's or two. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> at least pretend to be neutral. Come on. <laughs> so number one, item yeah. number one, lot number one is the face sock. Not socks for your face, but simply a pair of personalized socks with your face on on them in this instance from supersocks.co.uk how much would you pay we'll start off with tom guess first for a personalized pair of socks with your own face uh 15 oh straight in there have you got these (laughs) (laughs) for size 13 if you go to toasterpod.com uh that is where the merchandise is available uh tom price on socks is that actually a thing no but i so should make that a thing okay paul yeah it's a solid guess i'd go 20 just for yeah i'll go Ooh, up well it's close but paul you've got it it is 1899 oh my days mm. that that really close. Close. if you were to purchase them from supersocks.co.uk that's how much you'd want to pay all right point to paul watson point watson shit all right lot number two is 10 kilograms of rice basmati to be specific and from morrison's to be even more specific so that is 10 <laughs> kilograms of rice mm. that's all the rice you need mm. what you go first paul i'm gonna do they sell it in units of 10 kilograms they apparently they i prefer do. to buy it per grain <laughs> it's much easier <laughs> that is really mad five, um, I just need five. <laughs> five, five, five grains of rice please that would look really cute there for sticky rice you could decant it onto like a sharing yes. board in a tiny lovely little well presented there you go you see it was worth 34 pounds no, it wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah, 10 kilograms of rice. I'm gonna, I actually, my maths is terrible. I'm going to go 15 No, quid. less than okay. that. I'm going to say 12 quid. Okay, well, this is this is interesting, right? Because the recommended retail price of 10 kilograms of rice is 16 pounds. Oh, so that would give Paul but, the point. But on offer at the time of recording, 12 pounds 50. So I feel like who gets the point? I, I mean, the notes suggest it should be poor, but I feel like it should be one wait, all. Cause... No, but what? Is it a draw, isn't it? Because didn't he, he said 10, I said 15. It's literally it's a draw. 50. It's literally... It's literally a draw, isn't it? All right, so two points to Paul, one to Tom. So, lot number three. <laughs> How much is an ashtray designed by Seth Rogen? Mm. That's right. Seth Rogen, famous for um, craft. Mm. And it's described like this on the website, in case this is helpful. Seth used his pottery skills to design the perfect ashtray that also comes with a saucer and a matching vase for flowers. Wow, that's nice. So is this like a one-off thing or... Is it like a brat? Like he he does this now, or is it like a? <laughs> is this a side hustle? He's designed that. It's quite clear though that it says designs, so that to me suggests he hasn't made it. Yeah, like, it's like Gwyneth's candles. Mm. Like he's not making them himself. Yeah. He's like the like when you get those diffusion ranges of clothes where celebrities are like oh yeah it's kimberly walsh for dorothy perkins like she ain't wearing Mate, it's like you never uh... see you will never see lenny henry in a travel lodge let me tell you 
but no, he's designed it. He's used his pottery skills. Oh. Uh, he's got his own hmm. range, his own little company. They are ugly as fuck <laughs> as well. I just them. <laughs> Can we see it? Can like, I see it? They're offensive. Can I see the ugly. item, please? Uh, the offending item. Can you hold it up to the camera, Vex, uh, so I can. There are a load of different ones. So I know the one, like, I think this is the cheapest one that you okay. can get. Oh, one of them's called a crash tray. Ooh, <laughs> mm. Multi-purpose vessels, but mainly for ashing. I'm starting to wonder if he's using his popularity in another field to benefit him in this field. And I, I hate to no. suggest that. I don't I think we can do I don't know. I, I, sorry, mm, I feel like I'll be saying it. Oh, but... right. So Vic, oh, Vic's wow. holding it up and it's sort of, yeah. It, it looks like absolute shit. It, it looks like the kind of thing that if your kid brought home from school, you'd have to I'm pretend so it was I'm so sorry, but that, is a, yeah. that, that yeah. looks like, can you see that again? That looks like a blue cup that, that someone has ejaculated over. That is... A bukkake cup. Yeah, that is not going on the fridge, is... is it? Okay, uh, I'm going to say... Hang on, who's going first? Because going first is crucial in this game. Oh, well, I don't mind going first. I, I mean, I don't really mind which, which way. It's, going I mean, first it, to dis- it's a disadvantage yeah, it to go is. first, I mm. think. I don't know, Paul, because um, you're, you're two up. So he should go first, yeah, good. I'm, right, I'm completely arbitrary yeah. amount. Okay. I reckon they're going to absolutely gouge people. I'm going to go... 200 quid whoa okay. I don't know why because, but, but what have we got by way of well comparison I'm, in which case I'm gonna I mean I could go tactical and just say 199 pounds but that's not what I'm here to do I'm here to actually make a guess and I think it's gonna be like 30 quid well yeah uh, you, Tom you are closest uh, it's 80 pound 49 for the cheapest ashtray 80 quid 80 available. pounds 80 of your British pounds. I'm not that surprised. I mean, you're paying just to... You're just paying for the name, mate. You're just paying for the name. You're paying for Seth. But you don't even get his name, do you? You just get an ashtray. I mean, if I could have his name, I'd I'd pay a couple hundred quid for that. Imagine sitting there smoking Mm. indoors in itself would be a complete, you know, freak show. People smoking indoors. I haven't Mm. seen that for years. Sad times. But sitting there, having a bag with someone and just saying, yeah, this is... uh, Seth Rogen designed this, you know. Seth Rogen designed this. <laughs> That's what you're paying for. Yeah. You're paying for that three yeah. seconds of people going, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're yeah, sorry, for. can you not put your cigarette in your old Lucasade bottle? Can you actually put it in the Seth Rogen ashtray, please, mate? <laughs> put it in this jizzy little pot that I've got. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's that's the end of the show. We've we've got a rare draw. Oh, lovely. We've drawn. Oh, I'm congratulations, so, uh, Paul. Well done. We're all winners yeah. here, or all equally losers. But uh, on the subject of being losers, have you got anything to plug? Oh, Tom? yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. always. I would uh, love to plug my show, My Mate Bought a Toaster, where we look at people's online purchase stories hmm. and tell their life stories. Got some good guests We've got some great up. guests got coming up, guests actually. Up. That's true, Vix. Yes, you are coming to do it very soon, indeed, in fact. Um, and yeah. we're back to Series 7. It's all available uh, online. There's six, uh, like 100 plus episodes. And um, yeah, I'd love it if you listen to that. That'd be great. Paul Mark's been on. He's got some weird mm. purchases. He's blamed a lot of borderline kinky fancy dress items on family parties so maybe yes. we can shed some light on that wow i can certainly off. shed some light in that i don't think we've <laughs> ever had a family fan- we maybe had one in our entire history because we're not partly we're not a family that has parties we're, we're joyless <laughs> and secondly none of us would get our shit together to do a fancy dress we, we've i think we've done yeah, one that was it memory. i think that's what we talked about because we did it live at latitude um so there was oh, that and okay. then um, a lot of dna tests as well he's obviously mark's obviously trying to find out something yeah. about no that's that's yeah, nothing sure, to do with sure. Them. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's it 
Thanks, it. guys. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. Mm. I feel such I feel a very purged, time. actually. Much like I've taken an endoscopy, endoscopy to my online purchases, and I feel like I've pulled away some rocks, and now I'm in pain. So it's worked quite well. <laughs> <laughs> God, these links, God, you, these are like gold, this, solid gold links, Vix. Note that one down, because we've already nicked quite a lot from them. Let's, <laughs> let's nick that one down. This will stay with you for yeah. a long time, just like the earwax. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, Tom. It's been a joy thanks to have you. Thanks for having me, guys. That was fun. And uh, thanks for coming, Paul. And thanks <laughs> to the listeners for listening. If we've got any, who knows at this point. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please rate it, obviously. Like it, tell all your friends. If you didn't enjoy it, it was my mobile toaster. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So true. So true.